Hi guys and welcome back to the Infact Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton. We're back again with episode 32 and we're covering our Premier League team of the season. And it's just the two of us tonight, myself and Ronan. How you doing, mate? I'm not bad, mate. How's yourself? Yeah, not bad. It's, it's good when we've got a break from Theo again. It's always a nice feeling, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely, and no, no curries or pineapples or. Anything. I know, I know. He keeps trying to like throw in the same ones, and he needs to be a bit more ingenuitive with his his like comparisons because yeah, he's he's comparing a lot of people to curries. So um, he might need to be th- you know if he's listening to this podcast, he needs to be thinking of some new analogies. I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, it's just the two of us today, and we're we're, we're obviously covering yeah the Premier League team of the season. It's. It's obviously the season's finished. We're getting closer to the Euros. Um, I'm sure you're excited as as well as myself um, to that competition because, yeah, Scotland's in it. So um, very much looking forward to that. But obviously we want to cover this episode. We're, do- we're doing it actually on the Monday, um, one of our non, not usual recording days. So um, we wanted to get it out though before the Euros begin. So obviously when we go through the team, we'll, we'll just discuss some of the players that have performed well this season and then we'll just dis- decide uh, just on... Our combined um, eleven of players that are going in the team, but there's been a lot of different players that have, have performed well, hasn't there? Everyone in the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, few positions were I think a stick on that we knew, but other mm-hmm. positions as well. I've I've had to kind of I've changed my mind a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I've been the same. I've kind of just like it's hard to like judge sometimes because there's so many. I'm trying to avoid putting in so many Man City players because. <laughs> The cliche, is the, well. the cliche is you go to the, the Premier League winners, but I think there's been other players that have been performing just as good. Um, so I've tried to avoid going for a, a bunch of City players. I've gone for some. Uh, obviously, you can't not put in uh, title winners in there, but I think it's best to go with a good a good mix. So what we'll start off with, we'll start off with the goalkeeper, mate. Um, I think the obvious place is to start with the title winning goalkeeper in Ederson. I think he's obviously the person that's got top clean sheets this season. Do you think he deserves to be the number one in, in goals for our team? No. <laughs> uh, Ederson's been good. Mm-hmm. No question. He's a he's a very reliable goalkeeper. He's a world-class goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that there's a couple of go- I've got a couple of goalkeepers here that have, even if they've not outperformed them, they've definitely been yeah. as good as him this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Emmy Martinez as mm-hmm. my keeper goalkeeper of the season right. uh, but an honourable mention to Mesley as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah I had I had I had him and Mesley are down um, I had also Edward Mendy I don't think Edward Mendy's got much of a shout out this year um, yeah obviously I think he's been fantastic since coming into Chelsea very true the, the thing is that he probably gets overlooked because how bad Kepa was, wasn't it? It was like he's he's been such a poor goalkeeper, Kepa, and, and Mendy's came in and just really made the number. No, Mendy's, he is, he's a solid goalkeeper. He After is, yeah. watching him for a season, because I hadn't seen much of him. I've yeah. heard, I'd heard about him and seen bits and bobs from him, but yeah. no, he's a, he's a solid goalkeeper. Well, he, was a, he was a good goalkeeper, Ren. I didn't really watch too much of the French League, but I wrote, watched the highlights of him before he joined Chelsea when he was getting linked, and I, I knew he was going to be a good goalkeeper. Um, I, I kept I kept looking at the Reds players. I think it was him and uh, Joris Gangon. I was looking at mainly and Kamavinga. They, they they were the boys that I was looking at last summer. And I was like, oh, these these boys could make a move. And and Mendy did. And I think he's been 16 clean sheets this season. 
uh, for Chelsea. And I think that's been a really good season. I think he, he can improve upon that, definitely. Um, and I think if they're going to want to go and win a title, he's going to need to improve on that. But yeah, I think he's been a fantastic player this year. Um, obviously, I'll, I'll give Theo shout. He gave Kasper Schmeichel. Um, I think Kasper Schmeichel is a good goalkeeper, but I think... Compared to some of the other ones, I think Martinez is, is really... I think it's between, my, in my opinion, Mendy, Martinez, or Messler. Um, one of the, the, the three names with M in it. Um, it's between one of those three for me. Um, and I'm tempted to say Martinez. I'm, t- I'm tempted to go with your shout and Martinez because I think him going from a number two at Arsenal, well, a, he was almost like kind of the number one. Obviously, Leno was injured back into the last season. And then Martinez came in as the, as, as the backup, and he performed really well. Obviously, we got that FA Cup when uh, he was playing in that game. And obviously, I think Leno coming back, Arsenal had a decision to make, and they went with Leno. And I think going to Aston Villa, he's, he's performed really well this season. So, yeah, w- what have you been impressed by, by Martinez? Just, um, I don't understand, like, why he's been a number two for so long. If Because mm. I, I think he's, I think he's saved Aston Villa a lot this season. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, just overall, I just overall, I think he's a really good all rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing. I, I mean, he's made his way to number one for Argentina as well. So yeah, yeah, um, some credit there. Um, so yeah, like for me, uh, he's. I think that was a key position that Aston Villa needed to to yeah. to sort of fill uh, mm-hmm. at the start of the season. And I'll I'll tell you what they've they've done really well, especially. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know how much they've signed them for. I can't remember. Uh, I think it was around about twenty million pound, twenty-five million pound mark. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'll go and have a look. But yeah, it was. It wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't um, a lot. So either way, like for the for the type of goalkeeper that he is, and like how well he's done, like he's he's done a he's done a really good job. And yeah, for me, he's my my goalkeeper of the season. Oh, here. it was le- it was less fifteen point six million according to Transfermarkt. Um, so that, that is a that's a bargain. That is a bargain, yeah. Considering like goalkeepers can now go, obviously we've seen Allison and Ederson go for about sixty to seventy million. Kepa was seventy, and Kepa <laughs> was seventy as well. Um, I bet that fifteen points. That's a bargain. It's a bargain. And I think Aston Villa's business have been fantastic. Martinez. We look at Ollie Watkins. I think he's really suited to this league. Uh, really fitted him well. Matty Cash, I think, has been an underrated yeah, signing at right back. And there was a there was a few other players that they signed that I thought Aston Villa. I think Ross Barkley was really an unfortunate one. It was the only unfortunate one. He started off well and then tailed off. But I think yeah. their business all around like this season. I think Villa, yeah, definite B plus, uh, maybe an A um, for their business this, this season. But Martin is a is a huge part of that. So yeah, I'm definitely willing to go with Emmy Martin as our goalkeeper, mate. Um, but we'll move on to the defence. We'll move on to to right back. Um, I think there's an obvious one here. Um, I think it's pretty obvious, but there is a couple of other shout-outs. I think Joe Cancelo has to be the number one, personally. Um, in my opinion, I think he's been... The season he had the year before, um, I thought Cancelo was... I think he just couldn't find a home, I think, in terms of, like... He came in from UVA for good money. He wasn't really fitting into the league. Walker was kind of the main right-back still. Um, he got shifted across the left-back at points. And, and was a bit inconsistent the season before. But I think now that Guardiola has put his trust in him a wee bit more, played him a bit more right back this year, Walker's kind of moved into a more centre-back role at times with a back three at points. Um, Man City do play that 
occasionally. Um, and I think Cancelo, he's also played at left back as well. He has actually improved at left back as well. Um, so I think because of his versatility, um, I think he deserves to go into this team. But I think there is some other shouts. Have you got any? You were you were a bit in a shaking your head there. Do you think there's another shout in there? For me, that this one's a stick on. Cancelo has been. I don't disagree with anything you said, mm-hmm. but for me, Safal at West yeah, Ham yeah. that position because mm-hmm. he's came in, especially for the price that he came in at as well. I just think he has to be a stick on. He's been so so mm-hmm. good. He has. Yeah, I did have Safal down as well. Um, I had Rhys James as well, but yeah, I think, I think Rhys James and Adam Wan-Bissaka as well. I think they've deserved a bit of credit. I think Wan-Bissaka deserves a bit of credit because I don't think I think he gets overlooked. <laughs> He's getting overlooked by England and by Gareth Southgate, but. I think he gets overlooked as a how good he is as a defender. He is a good defensive right back. He's maybe not the most creative player, um, and that's where maybe where he needs to improve his game. But I think defensively he's been good. I do agree. I, I, I think Sufal's been a fantastic signing for West Ham, um, and I think it's between him and Cancelo. I don't know. I, I I'm willing to go for Sufal because I've got. There's a stick on uh, for a centre back um, for yeah. Man City in defence, so yeah. I, I'm willing to go for Sufal because I don't think there's going to be. I think West Ham players. I think we're going to need at least one West Ham player on our team mm-hmm. um, because of the season they've had, and I think Sufal. Yeah, we'll go for Sufal. We'll go for Sufal then. Um, I think that's a, that's a. I think to be honest as well, like his defensive game as well as like the, mm-hmm. that's the thing as a fullback attacking. Like now, nowadays, fullbacks are judged on their attacking output. But as a defensive player, Sufal's just been amazing defensively. And then he's also contributed to the, the attack. But I think defensively, he's just been outstanding. Um, and I think Cancelo deserves credit for the attack that he puts in. But he's in an attacking side, whereas West Ham would never expect them to be in the position they are. And I think him and Suchek, Sufal and Suchek, deserves a lot of credit for that. So. Um, 100% agree. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go for Sufal at, at right-back, mate. Um, who have you got at centre-back, then? Right, we'll get the stick on it, the way. Yeah. Um, so, it's obviously Ruben Diaz. Yeah. And I don't disagree with it, but I just want to say something about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that he's made a huge impact at Man City. If you look at last season, mm-hmm. Man City won a Premier League title and a League Cup. This season, they've won a Premier League title and a League Cup. So, has he really made that impact? Yeah. But they've also they've reached the Champions League final as well. Oh, 100%. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to be in this team of the season because, mm-hmm. because he absolutely does. Mm-hmm. But when people say that he's made a huge impact to City, mm-hmm. has he? Because they've, they've just did what they did last season, in my opinion, apart from get one stage closer to the Champions League. Mm-hmm. If they had won the Champions League, I would have had a completely different opinion. Mm-hmm. But... Um, no, but definitely, like putting that aside, Ruben Diaz does deserve to be in this squad, and he's a, he's a world class centre back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he just is. I think, I think I remember before I done my predictions, and, and obviously we covered the predictions uh, last week. Um, but when I done the predictions, I think it was before Diaz had joined Man City. That's why I put them really low, and then Diaz joining it's just he's just suited and fitted in so well. I, I always thought it was going to be him and Laporte. Next to each other, mm-hmm. and I think I think that might be the future. I still think that will be the future. But John Stones as well, I think he deserves a lot of credit as well. I think he's rebuilt his career at City now, um, and he's he's given Guardiola a bit of a headache on who he decides. Does he go with? Because Diaz, I think, is a, 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 a 
guaranteed. So it's between Stones and Laporte. And I think Stones deserves a lot of credit uh, and is worthy of consideration into this team as well, um, wouldn't you say? But is there anyone else that stands out for you? I've got Wesley Fafana at Leicester. Um, I think he's been amazing since he's came in from Saint-Étienne. I think Ben Godfrey deserves a bit of credit. Um, I think Everton have been quite poor this season, but I think Godfrey has shown that coming in from the Championship, coming from Norwich, um, I think he's been... Yeah, he's, he's fitted into a, a number of roles, both right back, centre defensive midfield and centre back. So I think he deserves a bit of credit. And Craig Dawson as well uh, at West Ham. We're talking about West Ham having a good season. I think he's been a revelation, which is, I never thought I'd say that about Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson being a revelation, considering he's playing for West <laughs> Brom and Watford and now he's at West Ham, but he's been fantastic. Um, and then I've got Maguire at Aspilicueta. Um, as he's probably deserved it for, for the Champions League team this season, just because it's loyalty, to be honest. But I think I'm I'm looking at it and going Diaz and Fafana. I don't know what you're thinking. That's my centre back pairing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think um, I think Stones deserves an honourable mention because he's only played sort of the last sort of four months of the season and came back and played really well. Mm. If he'd played the whole season, probably be thinking a different story. And I know people say Fafana is the same because he had a great start to the season and he had quite a few injuries. But mm. coming into his first season mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Yeah. for Leicester City and being the age that he is I think he deserves to be in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah definitely I, I, I 100% agree I think first season as well if it was the second then you'd be like alright well it's, it's okay but I think yeah first season coming in from uh, a young age a French a young French guy and he's he's definitely needing to be considered for the World Cup I think for the, for the World Cup side of France I don't think did he get into the Euro side the French Euro side I don't think he did uh, no he didn't no I didn't he, he missed out and, and I understand why he's missed out um, but I think if he has another season like he did this season I think he definitely deserves uh, to be considered off Deschamps um, we'll move on to left back then who have you got as, as kind of left back well I think again <clears throat> a lot of people will go for Luke Shaw mm-hmm. Um just because of the way he's come back. And I, I think it's, I don't really think there's anything else to say. Yeah. He's, I mean, there's another, there's an honourable mention I've got that mm-hmm. I think if he played the whole season, he could have been yeah. there with Shaw and that's Kieran Tierney. He just happened to get injured. But mm-hmm. I think he was a big part of how Arsenal didn't collapse even further. And mm-hmm. uh, I just think he's, if he can stay fit for a whole season, he's, mm-hmm. He's easily one of the best left backs in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Luke Shaw is the one that, that has to be in at left back. Yeah, definitely. I, I, another player that's I, I want to give an honourable mention to that I don't think has been given enough credit. He plays a number of positions. He can play left back, right back, into the midfield. Stuart Dallas at Leeds. Yeah. I think Dallas deserves a lot of credit. I think he's been fantastic for Leeds this season. Um, he's such a versatile player. And I, I know he's. 30, he's, he's getting a bit older, but yeah, I don't think Leeds would be in the position they are now without someone like Stuart Dallas and the hard workers of, of, of him ailing um, the, the likes of these players. I think he deserves a huge amount of credit. Um, but yeah, I think Shaw's, Shaw's just an, a guaranteed player into this team. He's, he's really came back and I think uh, under Solskjaer, I think he's only going to improve. Obviously, we've, we've got our opinions about Solskjaer, but I think that that's where Solskjaer gets the credit. He's, he's rebuilt players like Shaw, um, also like Pogba as well. But Shaw's been one of the prime examples of who he's built up again as, as a player and found his form again, really. So, yeah, definitely Luke Shaw uh, in at left back. So are we going for a 4-3-3, mate? Are we, are we going to go for that? Or 
what I went for a four three three. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the most common uh, formation for for a Premier League side. So so we'll go for a four three three. Um. So who's kind of your kind of base of midfield, your defensive kind of player in in this team? Um. There is two that I I can I couldn't pick between two. Um. Or I suppose there's three. The one that I did go for in the end. Um. I think you'll disagree with me here. Mm-hmm. Um. But I did go just because of the finish he had to the season. I went for N'Golo Kante. Um, okay. I know he didn't have I, he didn't have the best of. I know you're going to say in terms of the Premier League, he's not done brilliantly, um, and he's been in and out of the team. But he mm-hmm. had such a strong end to the season that I feel that he deserves to be in there. And we know how good he is. We all know how good he is. Um, the other sort of honourable mentions that I, I nearly put in my team was. Gundogan uh, at Man City Um, he's maybe unfortunate to miss out in my team Um, and Thomas Suchet as well Uh, he's another one that deserves a mention it was hard out of the three because like Mm -hmm. Gundogan and Suchet have been brilliant all season as I say but I just think Canty had such a strong end to the season under Thomas Tuchel that that's why I've, I've went for him yeah, no, I think Kante deserves a lot of credit for the end of the season, but I just think for the start of the season, he he probably wasn't the same. Um, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, I really want to go Suchek, but I really want to go Suchek because I just think from defensive midfield, he scored 10 goals this season. I don't mind if you but go from, for from, from, from a really don't. From a really kind of like a player that's just broke onto the scene. Obviously, he had that loan spell uh, the season prior, that, that half loan spell that he did in January um, to the end of that the previous season. Um, and this season, I just think he's he's just been fantastic. But yeah, Gundogan as well, I think he's a more box-to-box. So I'm kind of like, I kind of want to put... It's, it's hard because... He's not. If, he doesn't, if Gundogan doesn't go in the team now, he's not getting in the team. I know, I know, I know, um, that's just, which is annoying, which is really annoying. Um, I, I, I honestly don't mind if you go for Suchek. I don't mind that at all. If that's yeah, who you I, go. I, I want to go Suchek. I think Suchek deserves a lot of credit just because West Ham, I think West Ham deserved more than one player. Ten um, goals from defensive midfield yeah. is insane. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think from defensive midfield, he's, he's just been an absolute unit in the midfield. Um, and I think if he has another good season at West Ham, a lot of people need to be looking at him and going. It depends how he gets home with Czech Republic as well. Hopefully, he doesn't do too well um, in the game uh, in the game on Monday, uh, Ronan. Ho- well, next Monday, hopefully, he doesn't do well there. Um, but yeah, I think I- I'm definitely want to go to check it. It kind of defensive midfield. Um, I-, I also want to give a shout out. I forgot to do it last last time, but at left back, Aaron Cresswell as well. Deserves a lot. Of yeah, he's been fantastic um, as well. I, I just wanted to give him a, a quick shout out. Um, but into the more kind of like two central midfielders, I think there's two obvious choices here. Gundogan, I would like to put in, but De Bruyne and, and Fernandez, it has to be them two, uh, wouldn't you say? I had De Bruyne in my team, and I've, I've changed it last Have second. Have you? And I, I, I understand, like if De Bruyne goes in, I, I don't mind at all because mm-hmm. he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, Bruno was in for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a stick on. Mm-hmm. The other one that I think deserves to be in there mm-hmm. is Mason Mount. Um, think about because it. he's had a brilliant season for Chelsea, yeah. and everyone thought after a after his dad apparently Frank Lampard left that that was him down the pecking <laughs> order. Dad. Yeah, true, um, true. yeah. But no, he's just 
if anything, under Tuchel, he's got even better. So mm-hmm. that's why he's in there. Um, I mean, it's going to be hard, but I think it's to pick out, I think it's going to be out of those three mm-hmm. that we pick two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but like, yeah, I completely get Kevin De Bruyne. Um, mm-hmm. No question. But I put Mountain. I did. I put Mason Mountain. Yeah. The thing it's is, hard, I, isn't it? I, I, I like Mason Mount. I, I do like Mason Mount. I do think he gets slightly overhyped. I do think he is a really good player, but I do think he does get slightly overhyped. Uh, when people are saying this next, like, I don't see a Lampard, a Gerrard in him. I, I don't see that finisher. Um, and hopefully he grows to be that. I think if he improves his goal scoring, I think he could be one of the best central midfielders mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. But I just think that goal scoring, when when you look at it, was it I think it was six and six, was it? Or like he got six. Uh, six. So Mount scored six. It was six and five, I think. Six and five, right? So six and five in the league, and that's not bad. That's a, that's a decent tally. But for if you want to go and win a Premier League, in my opinion, you're gonna have to be getting double figures in both. In my opinion, yeah. Um, or or close to that. Um, if you're not getting it in assists, you're going to have to get in more in goals, I think. And that's why I think Kevin De Bruyne deserves it. I think Kevin De Bruyne has just been... I, I, I can't see a team of the se- a Premier League team of the season without I know. Kevin De Bruyne. Listen, I totally understand that. I know, I know people will so, slate me for having him in my team. No, but... no, I, I, I don't slate you at all because I think Mason Mount, as well, I think he deserves to be in, I was saying earlier about Aspi being in the Champions mm. League team of the season. Mason Mount has been much better in the Champions League, in my opinion. When I've seen him, I think he's been more influential uh, in those sorts of games than some Premier League games. But again, mm-hmm. I think they've been they've been both fantastic players, Mount and De Bruyne. But I've got to go to KDB, man. I've got to. He's, he's he is too good, um, to be mm-hmm. honest, to, to miss out. I get that completely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Definitely. We'll move on to the next position because I think this is the more interesting Just one. Yeah. A quick shout out to James Ward-Prowse as well. Yeah, yeah. Missing again from the England team. We'll, we'll be covering that tomorrow with Theo, won't we, when we cover the, the, the Euro chat. Um, we'll cover his exclusion uh, from the team, which, uh, well, not even the first time exclusion, the second time as well, because <laughs> he had a chance to get back in there. But uh, yeah, James Ward-Prowse, I think for a Southampton team that uh, were good at the start of the season and poor towards the end, I think he's been the outstanding player for, for them. So definitely deserves a, a shout out. Moving on to the, the left wing position, Ronan. This is the more kind of interesting position. Um, I think there's a few candidates personally for this. I, I don't know. What's your opinion? I put, uh, I was like, I didn't want to put him, but I felt that I had to put him, and it was Phil Foden. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think Phil Foden is a, he probably is the best young English talent. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I still feel he's overhyped, though. Even though he is. He's a brilliant, brilliant Mm -hmm. player. What a talent. He is a phenomenal player for his age, mm-hmm. but I still think he's overhyped. And I know yeah. any people that are English that are listening to this are going to slate us. But but I, I just feel he's he's talked about too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's not a good uh, a bad like a good player. He's a he's a fan. He's probably the best player mm-hmm. in the world at his age. But mm-hmm. I just think he's still he's just still talked about far too much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think at the start of the season, I remember I was talking about when we did the Man City episode, I was saying that 
I, I said something stupid. I said he should go out with Moden. <laughs> that was me being stupid. <laughs> but but I, I don't think that now. But what I'm thinking is that I, I do agree. I do think he is overhyped. This being the next, like, just next wonder kid. I, I think he is a talented player, but there are so many other good players around him. And when you look at his stats in the Premier League, I'm not saying obviously the champion, he's performing both in the Champions League uh, and the cup competitions as well, but Harvey Barnes as well, in my opinion, deserves a lot of credit. Leicester, I think he's had a fantastic season. I, don't, I, th- I think he's been very underrated. I think if it wasn't for injury, I think Gareth, Gareth Southgate would be considering someone like Harvey Barnes. Um, when you look at his stats, 25 games, nine goals, four assists. He's, that's only one assist lower than Phil Foden. Um, and I think that just shows you that he's also competing for, for, for that kind of left-wing spot for the future um, in the England side and, and possibly for a bigger team, I think. I think Harvey Barnes could easily move on to, to a bigger club, personally. I think Leicester are a good club and, and we know that they're a growing uh, a club that is only just going upwards. But when I look at it, that a number of clubs could be looking at Harvey Barnes and going, yeah, yeah, we'll take him. Like, I think Liverpool could do worse than someone like Harvey Barnes um, to replace someone like Manny Salah or Firmino. I think he'd be a really uh, versatile player as well. I don't know, what's your opinion uh, opinion on Harvey Barnes? I've always liked him. Um, I uh, don't disagree with anything you've said. Like, um, yeah, Man United were linked with him, weren't they, at one point? Were they, right? Okay. Were they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Man United were considering putting an offer in for him. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, that'd be, that, that'd be interesting if they've got Rashford, though, playing on that left. I know. Yeah, it's I'm a, it's pretty a... sure. I might be completely wrong, but I, something in the back of my head says that Man United were going right. to try and sign him. Right. Um, yeah, Barnes. Yeah, a really good player. Another yeah. mention for me is uh, Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's... I mean, I don't think Jack Grealish is overhyped. I don't. I do think he's a really good player. Yeah. Um. And also, for the start of the season, Son was outstanding. Yeah, that, that's that, that's my choice personally. I think, yeah. I think I think he gets overlooked because he's playing for Tottenham. Yeah, but Son, Son is a world class player, a world class player, and he could he could go into any team. So I don't mind if you go for Son whatsoever. I put yeah. Foden in because he does deserve his mention, and he does, it does probably yeah. deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind if you go for Son because I think yeah. he's been playing too. I think when he's got 17 goals and 10 assists and that link up with Kane and, and Kane's going to be the striker. We, we know Kane's going to be yeah. a striker. Um, obviously, there's going to be honourable mentions coming up, but I think his link up with Kane, Kane, I was watching the, the interview done with Gary Neville and the, the, the way Kane's been playing, he's been dropping off and, and Son's been running in behind. I think their connection's been fantastic. Um, obviously, it'll be interesting because we're expecting that Man City are going to come after Kane. So it'll be interesting what happens with Son and whether he does leave as well. I remember you were saying in the Tottenham podcast they should be prepared uh, to lose both of them. Um, I think Son will stay at Tottenham uh, for another year, depending on... Because I don't think Tottenham would sell both. I, I don't think that Daniel Levy would dare do that, um, especially in the same window. I think maybe a year after you might look at that. Um, he is 28, Son, but I think he's just been fantastic. 17 goals, 10 assists. I don't think you cannot put him in. Um, so yeah, definitely in my opinion, is is definitely the number one in our team. I'd also like to give a, a small shout out. I think Rashford, um, I think he's been decent. I think in Premier League, eleven goals, nine assists as well. I think it's it's when we look at it, he's not been amazing, and we're we're expecting him obviously coming from a kind of striker position to be scoring more. But I think from a left wing position, that that's a good tally. That's not a bad tally at all. I remember, I was saying that 
if you got double figures in both as a winger to, to someone like Foden, that's a really good season. That That's where you want to be growing uh, as a player and scoring goals and getting assists as well. Um, so I think Marcus Rashford deserves a, a huge amount of credit um, because, it, to be honest, when you look at the Man United attack, obviously we've seen Cavani has stepped up a wee bit and Greenwood at times. But when you think of it, they've got Anthony Martial uh, playing in that team. So I think when Martial's playing... Um, and, and Rashford is stepping up like he is. I think it, it just tells you a lot. Um, so, but yeah, definitely human son for me is, is number one, wouldn't you agree? So we'll move on to, to the right wing. Um, and you're going to get a Liverpool player, I think, mate, in here. Um, yeah. Mohamed Salah um, has to. I think it has to be 20. What is it? 20 goals? 22 goals, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Um, get I mean, the, get the golden boot, didn't he? Didn't he get the golden No, boot? Kane beat him in the last oh, day. Kane, beat Kane, got, day. Kane was on 21. Salah was on 22. Right. And Kane scored two in the last day. Yeah, so got 20 in the end, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, Salah still performing to a really high standard in a, mm-hmm. a poor season for Liverpool. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything much else to say. People say he's, he's, he's sort of never been at that same level he was in his first season, but mm-hmm. for me, he's been fantastic the whole time. He's still mm-hmm. scoring over 20 goals a season and yeah. not everyone can do that. So, yeah, I think Mo is is the man to beat right wing. I don't even know if there's anyone else really. Mm. Maybe I don't know unless you can think of somebody, Jordan. I've I've, uh, I've got a couple of people in mind. I think again, it's this player that plays a number of positions: can play off the left, can play left back, and can play right wing. Is Bakaya Saka? I think Bakaya Saka deserves yeah, a lot of credit for absolutely. for a poor Arsenal side. I think he's been fantastic. Um, yeah. For, for his, main, for his main first season, really, 32 games he played, five goals, three assists. I, obviously, he's not going to be beating Salah to this position, yeah. but I do think he deserves no, a, a, I, a, does. a good shout. And obviously got in the England side as well and got his goal um, against Austria, wasn't it? it was scored against, he was the one that scored against Austria. Um, so de- definitely deserves a lot of credit um, for the way he's developed his game and, and is starting to really command a position at Arsenal. Obviously, Arsenal in dire straits in a number of positions, but They've got a talented boy in Saka there uh, for a number of years, so they, they they can look forward to that. Other players, I'm trying to think off the top of my head of many. The only other one I can think of that would maybe get a mention, but he, he doesn't doesn't get in. He doesn't get in over Salah is maybe Rafinha at Leeds. He had not yeah, too bad yeah. season. Yeah, um, I, did, I did like Rafinha. Yeah, and although he's not a winger, we probably should have mentioned him when he was in the sort of attacking midfielders, but. I think for the, the finish of a season and the way he came back, Jesse Lingard deserves a mention too. Yeah, he does. Uh, another West Ham player, I know. But, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's another one that could maybe get a mention as well at right wing. Because, I mean, I actually think Jared Bowen has done really well. Yeah, Jared Bowen's been fantastic, yeah. Um, been, yeah. But the, all these players have done really well, but I still think Salah is the main mm-hmm. man to be in right wing. Yeah, definitely. Another couple of shows, obviously, and obviously it's not, he's getting... We could say he's been he's, he's underperformed at the start of the season, but for the end of the season, I think he has has grown as a player. Kai Havertz, I think, deserves a bit of credit for the end of the season. Um, I thought he yeah, obviously had a poor start. I think he, Lampard was trying to use him as a right wing, and he isn't a right wing. He's more of a centre forward, calm type player. Likes playing through the middle, um, and and he probably would be considered more of that as a right. But he did play right wing, so I, I want to give a small shout out to him before we. Pulisic as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's done well at the end. Like since Tuchel's came in, cause Tuchel knew him from yeah. from Dortmund. He obviously knows how he's he's sort of best way to play. And I actually do. I think Pulisic will be quite a big part of Chelsea next season. I really mm-hmm. 
yeah. I think he's a very good player. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's rumours that he's coming to Liverpool, and I would take him in a heartbeat at Liverpool. But mm-hmm. uh, he probably, but yeah, I mean, there has been quite a few wingers that have, have done well. But yeah. as we say, I think Son and Son and Salah are the two mm-hmm. that deserve yeah. to be there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, I think Son and Salah. Yeah, that's that's our wingers wrapped up, mate. So definitely, we'll go for them too. So moving on to striker, we, we've already mentioned it. it's got to be Harry Kane. It's the England captain. It's got to be him. I think he's been fantastic. You've said that he obviously um, got the golden boot as well, uh, beat Salah to that with 23 goals. The number of assists he's getting as well, it's... it's uh, yeah. Like, I just don't understand. That's the, another thing I don't understand, how Ruben Diaz... Like you say, I think Ruben Diaz is a world-class, top-class centre-back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how did he get the team, uh, the player of the season over Harry Kane when yeah, well, Harry I, 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 the most goals and most yeah, assists in I, the league? I've, I've voted for Harry Kane. I voted for Harry Kane when it came down to it. I, I was like voting for him. Um, but Ruben Diaz, I think, has been fantastic. But Harry Kane, he's just been 23 goals, uh-huh. 15 assists. It's not an amazing... In terms of assists, it's amazing for a striker, but goals, it's not an amazing output. Well, he's changed his game this year, hasn't he? Has, so. That's what we're saying. Yeah, he's he's, he's dropping deeper uh, to yep. get, gather the ball and then play some through, and that's why he's got them assists. Um, and it, he's he is a fantastic player, Harry Kane. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see what he does this summer, whether he pushes pushes for a movie. He signed that long term deal, and I think that's going to let him down a lot. I think Daniel Levy might be just sticking to it and saying, "No, you're not leaving," but. Obviously, the thing is, Harry Kane, he's, he's obviously got that deal, but he was saying, I was saying about the, I was listening to the thing he was talking about Gary, with that, with Gary Neville, um, and they were talking about it, and they were saying that, well, I've had a good relationship with Tottenham, 16 years, I'm sure I can get something if, if, I, if we can have a chat. And I think that's the thing, I think Daniel Levy will have a chat with Kane, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with Antonio Conte as well, if he came in. Um, what would happen there because that would be really exciting if they could get Conte in and he's got someone like Harry Kane obviously can make the something... talks broke down has it broke down right yeah uh, yeah and you can never I could never see Conte and Levy working ever. I couldn't I couldn't see it working uh, unless the money was there uh, but I think they've bro- like it would have been a fantastic appointment but yeah. I, um apparently that's broken down and now it's okay. Roberto Martinez it's in talks oh, no. <laughs> what a switch up <laughs> but <laughs> Antonio Conte, one of the best managers in the world, to Bobby Martin is. Oh, dear. I don't understand uh, why Real Madrid didn't go for Conte. But anyway, that's yeah, another subject. Yeah, that, that's another subject we'll cover um, in another point in time. Um, but yeah, t- talking about Harry Kane, fantastic player. Definitely going to be our, our, our number nine mm-hmm. in our team. But is there any other shout-outs that you want to give a, a, a small shout-out to? Everyone? I want to give a shout-out to, as I do, like people probably think I love, I love the guy. But I, honestly, like, what Danny Ings does for Southampton is is brilliant. Like the amount of goals he scores, it, it is like he, he would never get in team of the season. But um, another one, Mikel Antonio is another one from, from West yeah. Ham deserves another shout out. And the one that I would put in, if Kane wasn't in there, the other the striker that I would put in there is Patrick Bamford at yeah. Leeds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, I mean, everybody wrote Bamford off. Um, never thought he'd be able to cope in in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's simply been brilliant. Yeah. Um, what a finisher Patrick Bamford yeah. is, and I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I, I never thought he was anything special, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man, he's, yeah, he, he's so unlucky that he's not in that England squad. Um, I, I, I can't believe he is. I can't believe he isn't. Like, how's yeah. Calvert Lewin getting ahead of him now? Like Calvert, yeah. I know their goals scored in terms of goals scored. Bamford's 
fourth, tied fourth with Tungman Sun. Um, 17 goals, 7 assists. Calvert-Lewin's got 16 goals, 0 assists. Um, and Calvert-Lewin scored majority of those goals in the first part of the season. Bamford's yeah. done it throughout. Yeah. So no, I, don't see, I don't see where Southgate's looking there and going, yeah, I'm going to go for Calvert-Lewin instead. Because Bamford's much better. Um, and yeah. I know that Calvert-Lewin's been in the team already, so maybe that's... Similar the... player to Kane as well, but uh, Calvert-Lewin likes to come deep and yeah. play other people, but no, I still I, I don't know how Bamford isn't in that team, but yeah. he's the one that I would have in the team of the season if Harry Kane wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been brilliant, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's who uh, I've got then. Yeah, definitely. Another couple of shouts, Jamie Vardy, fantastic yeah, Vardy. again. 15, I know he's dropping off slightly. Um, injuries have had a, a, an impact on him this season, but 15 goals, nine assists yeah. as well. A yeah, really good, good output from him. And, and Watkins, as we mentioned earlier, from Villa. Yeah. The, the signing of him, he's been fantastic. I thought he deserved, per, personally, I would have, if Southgate was a more, and, and we'll talk about this tomorrow when we do it with you, if Southgate was a more attacking manager, he would have taken more attacking players than defensive. And Ollie Watkins, in my opinion, should have went. That That's just my opinion. I think if you're going for a tournament in Europe, a progressive manager, you take more attackers than defense, or like take more players that you think think because it's about goals. It's all about goals. It, like I don't know. Like, I know you want to keep clean sheets and you want to be tight and stuff, but in my opinion, the likes of Connor Cody and Ben White and a few other players going over attacking players like Ollie Watkins. In my opinion, him and Bamford should have gone uh, instead of one of one of the defenders and. Calvert-Lewin. I don't think Calvert-Lewin should have went. Um, so that, that, that's my opinion. But yeah, when I look at their, their, there's so many good attackers, but Kane's just, I, I beat them all. <laughs> just, just absolutely smashed yes. them out of the park. So um, yeah, Harry Kane, definitely our number nine. Um, Cavani as well deserves a mention. Cavani yeah. did well towards the end of the season. Yeah, he got um, Man out of a lot of holes this season, but yeah, yeah. No, he's, no, he's not going ahead of Kane. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we'll go on to talk about our manager of the season. I think we've discussed this previously. Um, we Before said, David, you talk about a manager, yeah, uh, Jordan, who would you, like, go through the team again, who would you choose as your captain? Uh, the captain. Um, so we'll go through the team again. So we had Martinez in goals. We had um, Sufal at right back with Diaz, Fafana, Shaw, Suchek, Bruno, KDB, then we had Son, Kane, um, and Salah. So it's a tough one. I don't think any of the midfielders could really be the captain, personally. I don't think they've got... Suchek, maybe, I think, could be in the future, be a captain of West Ham, maybe. Um, but I wouldn't play him as that. I don't think Son's a captain. I don't personally think Salah could be the captain. Kane, I, I think, think... it's. I think it's between Kane, Diaz. Um, Kane, between... Kane and Diaz. Kane and Diaz, in my opinion, uh, is is I would go between Kane and De Bruyne for me. I think De Bruyne could be, yeah. De Bruyne could be, but I just think I wouldn't give De Bruyne all the responsibility. I'd let him just work his magic. Um, yeah. So it'd be between Kane and Diaz. Uh, I think Diaz has got the the qualities uh, of being a, a of a captain in the future, and I think it could easily make that kind of role his own. Like I know, we're obviously, like it's saying a lot, but when you look at Vincent Company. Vincent Company built himself into a captain at Man City. It took mm-hmm. a week, it took him a couple of seasons, then got the given the captaincy, and then built him himself into that. I think Diaz could do that. You see, he's so vocal on the pitch. Yeah. 
definitely. He's got the, he's got the attributes to be a captain, a leader. Um, but I think we'll, we'll go for Kane because he yeah. is a captain in England. Yeah. I think that's the obvious choice. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, we'll, we'll go for Harry Kane. Talking about managers, we we kind of discussed it on. Did we discuss it on our review of the season? I don't know. Did we do that or we, we kind of did uh, almost? I can't remember. We'd oh no, it was talk- the it was the it was the watch clip. The comeback episode we talked Come about. That was a, we talked about David Moyes. I think David Moyes deserves a lot of credit for yep. where he's got West Ham. But is there any other managers then that stand out to you, or, or would you say Moyes? Um, obviously, Pet uh, <laughs> deserves a mention because of what he did. Um, getting the league, coming back, winning the league. Yeah. Um, I think Marco Bielsa deserves a shout Marcel, uh, after Marcel, what he did. Marcel yeah. Bielsa, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Marcelo Bielsa. He deserves a shout because um, of his first season up with Leeds. And yeah, definitely. What I love about him as well is he wasn't. He didn't come in and defend. He came in and attacked. Yeah, he, he sticks to. He sticks to. He's a very. It was very entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, I think. Um, Dean Smith deserves a wee shout out as well. He does, yeah. Dean Smith definitely does. Um, but I think Moyes has to be the manager. Yeah, I think season. I think I think David Moyes has to be. Uh, I think Brendan Rodgers, obviously, I know they've dropped. Definitely, out. yeah. I know he dropped out the top four, and they're gonna get criticized. They got criticized because they spent the most time in the top four out of all the teams, and they didn't finish there. Um, but to win an FA Cup, well, he won an FA Cup. Won an That's FA a Cup. good shout. He's probably one. the only other one that I would consider going in over Moyes, actually. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Brendan Rodgers, he has done a fantastic job so far. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, um, I, I do like Bielsa. I've, I've loved Bielsa for ages since he was at Bilbao as well. What a manager! What what a man as well. Um, is is he's just so vocal as well. Um, but yeah, I think Pep just because they've not had the, it's not if they won the Champions League. Pep would have got it. Yeah, if they had won the Champions League, you would just pep Pep there. Um, I actually Tuchel, think Thomas Tuchel, Tuchel deserves a mention. He deserves a mention, but not in my opinion for because I think Chelsea should finish top four. Like they should, yeah, definitely. And and the way they struggled to it, um, they were lucky to finish in the top four. If they had finished outside, you'd been look, looking at it and going, yes, they've won the cha- obviously won the Champions League. You can't you can't take that away from them from them. But I think if they had finished outside the top four and Leicester had finished in there, and Brendan, Rod- Brendan Rodgers would have got picked if he had finished top four, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, David Moyes, I think he's the obvious one um, for, for the manager of the season, um, Ronan. So yeah, that, that's a good way to, to wrap up the, the main team. I just want to get your opinion, mate. Um, who are you looking forward to next season? Is there any players that you you, you want you think we should be looking out for in particular uh, for next season? Is there anyone that stands out to you, or do you think it's a bit early, premature to be to be discussing it? Um, I'd love to see how Emmy Buendia does next season. Yeah, um, like I think, yeah, uh, I think there's a fee agreed. Yeah, um, thirty-three. Could, re- could rise to 40. Arsenal losing out on him again. Arsenal losing out on him again. That's hilarious. Yeah. Let's see hilarious. how he does. Yeah. Let's see how he does. I think he could be really successful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, it's interesting as well to see who Man City will maybe bring in uh, as a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it'd be interesting to see where Kane goes. Mm-hmm. That's um, and yeah. 
think it's slightly premature to know because there's still signings to be made and yeah. it, the, all the signings this season are going to be made quite late because of the Euros. Yeah. So, uh, I'd like to... I'd like to see Leicester make the top four. Mm-hmm. I would. I think they, they should be in the top four. Uh, there's quite a few. We're still to wait and see who Spurs get as a manager um, as well. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a good season. It's been a crazy season. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. It's been one of those crazy, crazy seasons where mm-hmm. West Ham got six as well. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what West Ham do in Europe. Uh, as well and how they do with signings but yeah it's Mm -hmm. been as I say a crazy but wonderful season it has yeah definitely definitely has mate I, I'm quite excited I think Jaden Sancho to Man United will be quite interesting to see um, their new attack of Rashford uh, Sancho maybe Greenwood through the middle um, it'll be interesting I, I think Sancho will be going to Man United in my opinion um, I think this season I think the Dortmund I think the fee was 81.5 million um, was, was the kind of rumoured fee uh, for Jaden Sancho um, so I think that, that I think Man United will do that that bit of business now um, and I think especially it'll be interesting though if he has a really good Euros that'll be really interesting to see if Southgate does go with him as, as the right winger um, I think he's looked good I've, I've been watching obviously as, as a Scotland fan you want to be looking at your opponents and, and I've been watching the England training highlights and Sancho's looked really up for it, he, lo- he looks like he's raring to go. Um, burst on the scene, um, for for this tournament. So, I think at Man United, I think if you get Jaden Sancho, I'd be really excited. Um, and I think they've got to add that centre back, uh, alongside Maguire and that defensive midfielder. But if they add that, um, I think they're gonna be, yeah, they can contend for the title if they get they bring in the likes of the same as City and Liverpool have, they bring in a Van Dijk or a Diaz, yeah, they, yeah. they can contend. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, there's a few other things I, I just want to say. I think, obviously, it's linked with Newcastle being getting the takeover again, Ashley, um, trying to sue the Premier League. That'll be interesting to see what the verdict is of that. Um, obviously, Wolves, it'll be an interesting approach with Bruno Lascia. I'm quite interested to see uh, what they can do with him. And I think Crystal Palace as well, the end of Roy Hodgson's era. Um, so I'm quite excited to see who they bring in. If they can I'm bring predicting, in... I'm predicting right now Palace are going down next season. You think? <laughs> you think? Yeah. I, I, I think it'll be interesting. It depends who they get as a manager. There's the odds of, of Frank Lampard being the manager. There's a lot to do in that job. A if lot they, to do. I know, but I think he can get the best out of the likes of Eze, um, Tyreek Mitchell. I think he's quite still a quite an exciting product, prospect. They're going to need a lot of uh, All their players money. are... Nearly on, yeah. Well, we said nearly that, wheelchairs. Th- that's the thing. <laughs> How do they go about it? Because I think they could eat, like, and this is the thing. I know he's on a free agent, but it depends how he does, um, in in the Euros. But Ryan Christie, obviously, is, is going to be on a free agent. It looks like, um, so, get him, grab him. well, that's that that's the rumor. But Palace should be in for him. I'm sorry, that that's that you know, that's, 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 the, that's the caliber of player that Palace should be looking at and going, yeah, can we make something of him? Probably, um. Yeah. So it depends how they go about it. Um, there's rumours that Zaha's going to be on the way out, but who knows? Because if they make that, their that, money that, on Zaha, then... That, then that, 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 hap- that happens every season. Zaha says he wants to leave and it never happens. So um, who knows? But yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see who they get as a manager. Um, and yeah, the newcomers, I think Norwich, I'm quite excited for Norwich. I, I, I've said that. I think I think if Norwich can get it right and they 
I, I like Fark as a manager. I think he's a good manager. Um, so I'm quite excited. And then Brentford as well. Newcomers. Who knows? I'm looking forward I've, to I've see Brentford. I've always wanted to see Brentford in Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got so many good players, but Ivan Tony. They deserve um, it. Be interesting to see how he bangs. Because can you imagine Ivan Tony comes into the league? He's banged in the league. What he's got twenty odd goals in the league. One got thirty in the championship. Can you imagine what he's going to do in the Prem? It'll be interesting to see what happens because he could go off like a rocket. He could go off like a rocket, in my opinion. West Ham should sign sign him, in my opinion. They but, they, sh- they should, but, but I think he'll stay another season. If, if if you're Brentford, you hang on to him as best yeah. you can because he's yeah. the thing that's going to propel you that he's going to at least definitely going to keep you up in my opinion um because i think he's going to get goals um and i think he can easily take you to who knows we've seen leeds get ninth who knows what we'll see with brentford so um quite excited to see what's next what happens with next season mate but uh yeah we'll definitely have to talk about it nearer the season obviously we've got the euros coming up mate um tomorrow we'll be doing the podcast with theo um and covering the whole tournament well probably quite a long podcast but we'll we'll try and <laughs> trim it down as much as we can but yeah I, I, how excited are you uh, for the euros mate absolutely buzzing i love it when i hate it when it's not the year of a euros or a world cup because yeah. the summer so long mm-hmm. uh before the, the season starts so yeah. having Euros, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, same here. I can't wait. I think that that Monday night, that Monday afternoon, I've taken work off. I've taken work off for the free games, and then it'll be if they can progress and they're playing on a weekday. Not work. You're getting. I'm you're getting what, day taken off. I'm, we'll I'm, talk, I'll, in fact, we'll keep it for the yeah, next podcast. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. But we'll we'll have to talk about it uh, tomorrow, mate. But yeah, no, it was good having you on, mate, to cover the team of the season. Uh, Theo, prob- Theo will probably um, moan at us on WhatsApp, so um, be prepared for that. Um, but no, it was good to have you on, mate, again. And yeah, you've got your football tonight, so enjoy that, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks good a lot. Stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, guys, it was it was nice to if well, it was nice to cover um, the team of the season uh, for the Premier League. I think it's been yeah one weird season with COVID and just with so many talking points. Um, obviously, we'll be covering um, the Premier League next season and, and more of European content as well. Uh, but we've got the Euros coming up, so be prepared for a lot of podcasts. We're hoping to do maybe a live stream um, at some point, maybe during the competition. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll need to have a look into that. But keep an eye out on our Instagram um, for that because, yeah, we'll just notify you when we're going live. Um, but, yeah, once again... Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell all your mates about the podcast. Get uh, get them listens up. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our platforms, podbean.com, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, also, our social media platforms, follow them. And give us a like as well. would be much appreciated. Anyway, guys, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.